Hello everyone, welcome back and welcome to the Earth Decory podcast. Um, it's the end of my summer. Today I was literally back at work. It is the scariest thing. It's honestly not a vibe. Um, I should just have the rest of all time off on holidays. Like still having a job. Like I want to say I have a job. I don't want to be like, yeah, I'm just like unemployed. Or even like if I was ridiculously wealthy. I'd still like have something to say, this is what I do. But I like that. I want that thing that I do to be like never happening. So I don't ever have to do it, if that makes sense. Um, anyways, I thought uh, instead of using my massive amounts of free time to do any sort of research and come up with any interesting content uh, for this month's podcast episode, I would do the summer in review, which I did promise you. Um, if you've listened back to last season, four review podcasts out of these 12. Um, and I've only used one so far. So, uh, you know, I've, I've got to gotta use them up. Got to use them. And they normally come at the end of an anime season. Um, we're not quite at the end of the current anime season. But uh, I, as you'll find out, I don't actually talk about any shows from this season. So haven't been watching it. Been too busy. Um, no, but summer has been really, really good, uh, for me, obviously I went to Vancouver, um, which if you listened to last month's episode, you would know about that. Um, otherwise like, I don't know, I was living, living the dream, uh, wake up reasonably early, relatively early. I would, uh, you know, go swimming, uh, go running or biking, whatever, you know, go to Waskasu, go biking, um, play video games go to bed early, uh, stuff like that. You know, I did really exactly what I wanted to do, what I wanted to do. Um, one of my friends early in the summer uh, was like, yeah, your, your holidays are looking good because you're uh, you're on like Deep Rock Galactic at like midday <laughs> um, and your strap has been blowing up. So, uh, I mean, what, what else can I want? Um, Obviously, I did a little traveling outside of going to Vancouver. I went to a couple weddings. Uh, one was in the city or just near the city, but uh, another one was like in Alberta. So that's a vibe. Um, but yeah, it's been a, been a good time. Um, anyway, summer in review. Um, so my first category is uh, sports slash athletics. Um, so let's talk about my running over the summer. Um, I didn't run as much, like once school ended, once I started, uh, like swimming, maybe we'll talk about swimming first. Cause that's what I always started with in the day. Um, and that's what you start with in a triathlon. Um, so yeah, swimming, uh, I would go for the pool. I started at like six and then, uh, it was just easier or like why because I, um, I was like why why am I doing this so I started going more closer to like seven um, once like summer really got into full swing and even th even though I like like waking up at the crack of dawn and doing things uh, it just makes me in bed for closer to nine and with the sun up quite a bit later I was like not tired um, also it just allows me to be a little bit more social and since like I don't have to work around my work time uh to socialize with people but other people do it's a little it's like i have more free time than everyone else if that makes sense uh so it's a little like 
antisocial of me to uh like protect my sleeping time being at nine when like that's perfectly fine for lots of people to hang out and they obviously have less free time than me um but no, i was swimming almost every day i was doing usually about 2000 meters though my my watch is like famously uh bad for you know bad in the pool so give give or take some um i did some lake swimming definitely not enough um i find lake swimming easier in all honesty um and i think i'm faster faster in the lake than uh, in a pool probably because i don't have to turn around and even though turning around in a pool you like get to kick off the wall um i am not good and i can't do like you know flip kicks uh which is where the person like they go underwater they like turn around and kick off the wall and go back um so i lose a lot of time there um my swimming needs work let's just say that uh it's it's not good um but it is serviceable and you know i was consistent uh and i was quite proud of myself for doing that and i feel like my chest muscles uh really got worked out my like chest and back um looking swole so that's a that's a good thing i guess um all i have to say oh and i, I got the bike to the pool because i was swimming an outdoor pool or open air pool all summer so that was nice uh it's closed now uh for winter so i can guarantee my swimming is going to take a huge nosedive uh maybe some saturday swims or something like that but um and i might join like an adult swim program just to like practice and actually get taught properly how to swim um which would obviously be useful um onto the bike um so i got a new bike like right at the start like right at the end of the school year um it is sick it is like a um so previously i guess uh, i was riding like a road bike from the 80s and it's pretty sick it had the suicide shifters all that um i liked it but like it's a it's a fast bike but you know it's only as fast as like a bike from the 80s can be um where like i'm i bought a new bike now um, off of a guy from town in town uh, that i train with and uh, it's way faster um it's a like uh, time trials bike which are used for triathlon so i've got aero bars which if you don't know what aero bars are those are like bike handlebars that you uh you like go on your elbows and they stick out in front and you like hold on to these little kind of sticks i guess um so it's got aero bars um i also bought some new cycle shoes for it because i wanted to um and it's super light i can lift it with like not quite a finger but like basically um and it's really really fast like just just for an example uh my average speed on my old bike was kind of maybe like around 30 ish on a ride um depending on the wind stuff like that maybe like 32 if i was really really going average speed uh, my average speeds are rarely under 35 kilometers now like at the end of a ride um i could like in a sprint in a sprint on my old bike i could uh like maybe hit 45 um and on my new bike i've like been sprinting at like 50 kilometers an hour uh, which is kind of terrifying on a bike not gonna lie but uh boy is it fun gotta go fast um so i rode that a lot um 
like I like cycling. I really, really love cycling. Um, maybe more than running, you know, maybe, uh, maybe hot take. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd like go swimming and then I go cycling and, and often I go up to Wasu. There's a bunch of people riding out there and I'd ride like 80 K like one day I did like 110 K, um, or 120 or something like that. But like when I was going up to Wasu, it was like minimum 80k, and I would generally ride with like the crew, um, so it was a little bit slower than I, I wanted to. Um, but like also, you know, social social things, um, and then finally running. So obviously, I haven't been running a ton. Um, I'm back like now that school's on, I'll be running a lot more, like running before work in the morning, because um, there's just like less that can go wrong if that makes sense. Like if I'm cycling. And let's say I'm like, you know, um, 20 kilometers away from town, uh, 25 kilometers away from town, which is like somewhere in that range. I usually turn around um, and I like pop a tire. Like, sure, I carry like a tire kit and stuff, but my odds of making it to work are a lot less. Um, whereas like if I'm in town and like I fall, maybe break an ankle or something like, I don't know, um, the odds of me being able to like deal with that and still get to work on time is like just safer safer odds in my opinion um but yeah i still still ran quite a bit i usually didn't go out for more than like or less than like 12 15k i don't think i ran a half marathon the entire summer though um well yeah except for except for in like vancouver um that's the only one i ran but like i'm definitely like i would say slower now which makes sense because um, I've been focusing more on like running and uh, or sorry cycling and swimming and like I would say I'm a little uh, stockier a little, little bit more muscular um, than I was like at the start of the summer so obviously that just makes you a little bit slower um, though like not like ridiculously slow or anything um, still chilling still chilling um, Got a bunch of new running kit, which is sick. Um, so that's good. But yeah, you know, enjoying that. Uh, getting out there. And then, as I mentioned, uh, triathlon. Um, I did a triathlon over the summer. I did, did the Frank Dunn Triathlon. Um, there's like some 100 competitors. Um, and I came in 13th overall, uh, which is quite cool. Now, obviously, I was not like top 10. But also for my first triathlon, you know, I, I think that's a vibe. I'm pretty happy with it. Like um, in the swim, I think I got like 57th or something. Um, then on the bike, like I just passed people um, at a ridiculous rate. It was super fun. I just like hopped on and went um, and pulled myself probably into the top 20 on the bike. My bike with 11th overall, like that split um, was 11th fastest. And then... I got on, like, you finish the bike, you go for the run, and I passed a few more people. Um, and I think my run was, like, the fourth fastest um, or something ridiculous like that. And it was super fun. I enjoyed it. I'm definitely going to join or sign up for some more um, next summer, probably maybe two or three. Might, might aim to do, like, a half Ironman. Uh, we'll see. Um, lots of my... People I trained with did an Ironman yesterday from recording um, Penticton. And it's like, oh, that'd be really cool to do. Uh, but definitely not the day before work in Penticton. 
Um, that's that's uh, un unachievable. Can't really miss the first day of work. That uh, that looks bad. Um, all right, that leaves it for the sports section, though. Um, that's probably actually the longest section of this podcast, you know. So if you're uh, if you're already checked out and bored, there you go. I haven't been doing a lot of public speaking lately, lately and you can probably tell. Um, video games, um, like as I said earlier, I've been playing a lot of Deep Rock Galactic, but I talked about that last um, last review, so I won't talk about it too much here. Um, I haven't been gaming that much, and like when I have been gaming, it's been like you know Animal Crossing, like making my island look nicer, um, Splatoon 2, getting ready for Splatoon 3, um, so that's pretty hype, or just like kind of retro stuff. Uh, I started some like games for the summer, like I think I started Dishonored um, and some other like longer games, because normally normally during the summer I like pick a long game that I'm like, I'm going to get through, and then I, I didn't really play um, in all honesty. But like, I don't know. Um, I guess I did something in Deep Rock I wanted to. Um, I got a bunch of levels, but that's like, um, that's a game that never ends. So like, what's what's the point? It's all, all on a all on a treadmill there. Um, but no, and, and I haven't been gaming less because I don't like gaming. I just like I've been gaming less because it's nicer to be outside and like I have the opportunities to do things off off of my couch. Um, so I've been doing that. Um, TV slash anime. Uh, so there's really two television shows I want to talk about and two animes I want to talk about. I'm going to start with the... Sh well, I think they're the same length of episodes, but I'll, I'll start with Star Wars. So uh, the Kenobi series came out. Um, and overall, I thought it was really, really good. Um, I think... Ian McGregor did a great job acting in it. Um, the girl they had playing Princess Leia uh, as a child, I thought did really well. She was like really sassy and stuff. Um, the character Riva, she was sort of like an antagonist, um, where like I guess one one of the antagonists. I thought she did really well. Um, she was like kind of peak peak star wars and she was like a new character for this show um and then like hayden christensen as darth vader i think think really stole the show um like the first time vader he's not the first time he's on screen but like the first time he's like affecting the plot he just comes out and starts like essentially force choking people and wrecking stuff and then like absolutely destroys uh kenobi in a, in a lightsaber duel uh, and Kenobi only gets away because Darth Vader decides to, like, look at him menacingly instead of, like, finish the job, um, which lots of people are like, oh, that's kind of a plot hole. But at the same time, that's peak Star Wars, and that's peak Anakin Skywalker, who, um, you know, and Darth Vader, who is as, you know, not only petty, but as flamboyant as you can be, um, as extra you can be. Um, so I thought the series was really, really good. Uh, especially the final lightsaber duel, just like super hype. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, on to, I guess, the next show. I've, like nothing outside of positive things to say about Kenobi. I thought it was a really well done series. Um, could have been a movie. I think it was originally supposed to be a movie. And I think I talked about 
maybe in in an episode um of this podcast about like streaming how how that changes shows and i think that really affected the show but whatever um the next show star trek strange new worlds uh star trek is back anson mount absolutely fantastic as captain pike uh you know spock was great as well ethan peck um all all the new cast i think is really really good all the episodes are good there was like sort of an overarching plot throughout the season um but like everything was episodic and i really really enjoyed it uh we got to see a lot more of spock's fiance um who obviously in tos uh the original series they they break up um but like super good overall like i loved it um anson mount's hair is what i i aspire for um i just aspire to be anson mount um i think at this point and if you if you know you know um and if you don't know watch star trek strange new worlds yeah super good it, it was like it was like watching not like well it's kind of like watching tos or the original series and that is like that and it's like watching the next generation um because it's a little less like 60s um but it's like watching your memories of star trek if that makes sense like your your nostalgic happy memories of star trek it's like watching those um in the best possible way i thought all the episodes were really really good uh specifically the final one um in which the plot takes him to the future or an alternate future where pike doesn't get hurt um and then they're in an episode of the um original series where like pike's there on the enterprise and you kind of see and they basically like did that episode just with pike making making the calls um and like kirk was there doing a like just around for some reason um i won't go into why the plot details but it was it was super good i thought um and the whole episode was like to compare and contrast kirk and pike and throughout strange new worlds pike's been uh now that he knows his future from season three i think a discovery on the accident that will happen to him he's really grappling with like some someday i will be uh horribly disfigured um and and in that final episode of the season he like realizes why he has to um why he has to do that and it's like wow oh my gosh it's uh it's absolutely um like crucial crucial to start your canon uh that he has sacrificed um and i can't wait for the rest of that that series to continue to air um i think it is like the new Star Trek shows has definitely been like, have you guys ever watched Star Trek before? And like, what are you doing? And and not to be like a needy fan, like, oh, only give me what I want. Um, nothing is recaptured like the original, like what I like about Star Trek as much as Strange New Worlds. So I'm quite happy about that. Um, on anime, uh, I'm not really watching anything this season just because like there's a couple shows that I'm interested in but like not seriously really watching um but last season which i didn't talk about or i don't think i talked about too much in my winter review um so i'll just mention them briefly here um so the first one spy x family it's a 
gag manga turned anime so it's a comedy about a um so basically they're in like pseudo cold war europe um there's like spies everywhere um but every everything's sort of that like maybe like 80s technology um like sort of sort of like think james bond like old james bond technology um in europe and this uh this spy named twilight not his real name um has to has to basically assassinate this guy um to save the world or something to stop world war three from breaking out and the only way he can get to this guy is by um having a kid uh who is really good at this uh a really good at this like really nice boarding school um which he does not have a child or a wife um so he like makes a fake family uh with his new daughter anya who for some reason is a telepath and can read other people's thoughts um and then his wife um he was an assassin uh yuri so they're they're all trying to be this fake family and like yuri doesn't know twilight um is a spy and twilight doesn't know yuri is an assassin but like anya knows both of this um anya is also like legitimately um she has a really good heart and is adorable but like super dumb um so she's just like always being cute uh, because of that and but like can't really think through issue problems all the time so often she like comes up with something on the spot and it's really funny um would highly recommend re like watching it it's uh if you're in the anime community it's really taking the community by storm and hopefully uh because it's so popular like as much as like like watching action action packed like uh you know shonen's um and like chainsaw man is coming up like it's it's almost here i'm, I'm excited uh but as much as i like action shows like that um i think like er early dragon ball where it's more of a gag manga gag anime i think like have a special place in my heart and spy x family like really really scratches at it's just like dumb humor and i really enjoy that um so would recommend um my next show is a little like i think this is a little a bit of an odd taxi situation uh where the show's really like undersold and i've gotten a few friends to watch it so i'm pretty proud uh but it's called your boy Ming. um so it it stars uh Ming, who was a tactician in the chinese chinese three kingdoms era who gets isekai uh which is an anime term for transported to another world uh except that world is present day tokyo um and he decides to become a music producer um when he sees his girl sing <laughs> and it's just him using this like art of war stuff um to help um aiko his the the girl um become a song songstress or become like a pop star essentially and it's absolutely bonkers like a premise that would only work in anime um and i'm living for it so yeah you know i don't i don't want to give too much more than that because it's so ridiculous um but i think i think you would like it uh my audience who you know i don't know should should like it i don't know um i don't know anything about you audience we never directly interact 
So uh, outside of looking at the statistics that I never look at for my show, but you might like it. Um, our final topic here is uh, is books. Uh, so I just want to highlight two books that I read. Um, so Two Wheels Good, The History and Mystery of the Bicycle by Jody uh, Rosen, which is, I think, how you pronounce their last name. Um, overall, I really like the book because it's about bikes, obviously, and I'm a big bike fan. Um, like, definitely a positive of the book is it goes over some, like, interesting stories about um, bicycles. And, and it talks about a lot of, like, not famous cyclists, if that makes sense, um, who, like, affected bikes or, or like, were, were important to the history of bike in, in some, like, interesting way. Um, and it starts with all, like, you know, the creation of the bike and kind of the spirituality around the bike. And it, and it talks about all the different types of bikes, um, including stationary bikes. Um, there's a weird section about, like, the author's own life with bikes, which I was like, this probably doesn't need to be here. Um, but outside of that, it was really good. Like, uh, some of the highlights for me was there's a chapter that was all just newspaper articles from, like, the 1800s mostly about men divorcing their wives for riding bikes and wearing bloomers, which are pants or doctors claiming that like using a bike too much, especially if you're a woman, uh, will lead to bike face, uh, which is a totally real, uh, clearly, clearly totally real illness, not made up by doctors for any sort of reason. Um, you know, clear, clearly legitimate uh, in case you don't know, bike face doesn't exist. Um, which I thought was like, really wild um because like i and as the book says so i won't talk too much about it um in case you want to go read it bikes were very important in i guess early feminism uh because it allowed women to leave the home specifically leave the home and go farther uh without necessarily like needing their team of horses and then someone to drive the team of horses so they gave them a lot more freedom um in that sense um he also talked about like some just cool like personal stories um from other people not the author um about like you know one couple uh who met riding across america in the early 70s um for the centennial ride or something like that or bicentennial ride or something like that um and then like set, falling in love and having a family and getting married and stuff and that was really cool uh there's a chapter about like how bikes affected the gold rush which I literally never thought of. Um, and I thought that was absolutely wild. Um, so super cool. Would recommend if you like bikes, um, just skip the chapter about the author in all honesty, if you're gonna gonna read it. Um, you know, no no harm, no foul there. And then uh, the second book I wanna talk about is the, the Book of Hope, um, which is a bunch of conversations uh, between the author and everyone's favorite biologist jane goodall um so lots of the the stuff is like uh the author douglas abrams who i listen to on the ritual podcast um like kind of pose a question and sometimes he like waxes philosophical um this guy's done a number of books like this with uh a number of like important people on the planet i guess um and like he, he kind of just like poses or, or just like weirdly thinks about stuff. Uh, and then like, it's mostly Jane Goodall, like either telling a story or uh, like t 
talking about something and all, all reasons for like why she saw hope in the planet. Um, the book is really framed around like how climate crisis is not good. Um, but Jane talking about like how much change she, she's seen since she started. Um, like, and, and how like she started, I guess, in, in biology. Um, and and uh, the story really talks about her history and what she thinks uh, the future can can hold for us. So I enjoyed that. Um, I'm a huge fan of Jane Goodall, though. So uh, if you like Jane Goodall, um, read it. If you don't, I don't know. Still read it. You might learn something because uh, we, we love Jane. Um, with that, though, that is the end of my, my script uh, for Summer in Review um, overall. I had to rate having two months off of work I would I would rate it pretty highly would uh would recommend um outside of that I guess is back back to the grindstone and uh don't do anything I wouldn't do or haven't done I want to see you all here next month